This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. It is January 18th. It is hump day. We're riding with the back left tire a little low. Faith was in the ride last night. She rolled over a nail. She rolled over a screw. So we've got a leak. PSI down in the 20s. It's supposed to be on 36. So hopefully that thing ain't out on the down on the rim when we get back out there. We got some patching we got to do. Thanks a lot, Faith. It's made today much harder. But you know what's going to brighten me up? What's going to brighten us all up? The Memphis Grizzlies. Ladies and gentlemen, going for a franchise record tying 11th straight victory tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers. We know JB. We know old Bickerstaff, and you'll catch the Cavs, it looks like. As we've said, without Donovan Mitchell, he is listed as doubtful with a groin injury. Big one tonight against the Cavs team you got to respect. Are they elite? No. Especially not without Donovan Mitchell, but are do they deserve our respect, John? I think you'd have to say yes. Respect. No, no doubt about that. Well done. <clears throat> now, uh, people, people don't realize how bitterly you walked into work today. I, mean, I think they they may realize it now. I can feel it. That man. That oh, man went in on it. I, I can read you that fairly man. well. You've well, worked uh, with me a long time. Look, We've been together. A I mean, time. you basically just said thanks, Faith. You ruined my morning. I mean, on live on radio, which I respect. You, she clearly left you in a in a predicament. Now you didn't Fred Flintstone it to work. That's how you trying to act like you came in here. <laughs> you did get tear on four wheels, but I had to air it up. You were and rim. it's leaking again. Oh no! You took it's it still leaking. I found the nail. The nail's up in the thing. You took it personally that Faith picked up a nail and because I know exactly where she did it. Oh, you and know you, where oh, she yeah, did. You could avoid. Wow, you could avoid the nail area. She did not. She did not. And the, the she compounded that mistake. By not telling you about it and you having to That's find exa- out. Ex- Little Chris said he noticed the red light come on when they got back in it last Ooh. night. So, sh- so I wasn't told he, about it. So CJ snitched on mom's deuce. <laughs> That's wow. And then here go wow. here's 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 the wife, y'all. All men know this. Mm. She asked me, You okay? Guess what I told her? No. No. 
everything is wonderful, dear. Have a great day. Damn, That's bro. You're awful. What are you talking about? I said you that. Oh, she put a thumbs up on it. All she knows. Oh, she doesn't know how. Y'all, y'all I just, just covered it up. Just, I covered up my frustration. But, again, she because you can't send bro, sarcasm that's through teeming. a text sometimes. That, that's nope. teeming. Teeming with, ab- I mean, just dripping out the side of the house with sarcasm. I mean, it's the most passive-aggressive response I've ever seen. Everything is wonderful, dear. Period. Have a great day. Period. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, she and then the thumbs up. She knows. She knows what's up. So now you're giving her the cold shoulder. And, y'all see that's that y'all until pl- until she makes it right. <laughs> what, she, she what, you want her to patch it up herself? No. You know that's a man's job. I know she ain't gonna do that. Yeah. You just want more open communication, more honesty and transparency. No, I want some payback. Oh, you want some payback? Yeah, make it right. Oh, okay. Yeah, transparency is something we should get for free. So that's your love language. I shouldn't have to ask for that. Your, your love language is payback. How are you? What I'm are just you? saying, not pay, make it right. Oh, I know what you mean, bro. I know exactly where you're coming from. Well, maybe, uh, maybe that will happen for you. Maybe that'll happen for you. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. I think it's. I think but between that and these Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle tickets, yeah. Well. See, you're, you're old, 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 old uh, poppy should be getting taken care of here pretty soon. That man landed all out there today. I tell you that we got a lot to get to on the show today. We're going to try to, you know, make sure we can salvage the marriage here and, and get to some, uh, you know, get to some other topics. It's not that serious. I'm glad y'all let me vent. Yeah, no, you, Thank you. you clearly, because we're riding in the car. It's riding a little low. So I just needed to explain why our ride here. Oh, today, I think Jason you clearly need it. a little low. Hey, I get it, bro. We air up. If I've <laughs> We've been, and I hope that you get the retribution you so seek. I really do. Thanks, John. <laughs> I hope you do. Uh, it's, it's, it's like when you were caucus, man, when you wrote the you and me email, you know what I'm saying? Like, make it right. That, make it right. right. And Jeff said, I am not going to nope. do that. Nope. He didn't but, care the ball was it, in his court. It didn't matter because, you know. He just threw it back like dude threw it at Ja. And now you guys will get along great, and your colleagues, and all is well that ends well, and I suspect the same will be the case here. Mario Giannato is going to join us at 11.25. I think it had the way Mark would have handled it very differently than you. Mark would have actually thanked Lindsay for picking up the, the nail. <laughs> I'm just joking. But, but, but. Passive. Oh, that's good. That was that's pretty good. good. Solid work. No, no I'm kidding. Well played. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll talk, ask him. We'll, we will. We'll ask Mark how he didn't handle that one. Uh, he'll join us, and we'll get his thoughts on the Tigers. They got a big win, uh, a, a big sort of, uh, you know, life-saving win mm. on Sunday against Temple Grizzlies in action tonight. We'll get into all that with Mark Giannato at eleven twenty-five. Then at one twenty-five, moving some things around. Anthony Sain's going to be here in studio. Beautiful. At one twenty-five, we'll talk Grizz with him and more. You know the drill. That's the show today. Looking forward to it. Um, the Grizzlies have. A, a game tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers. This is a team that's the fifth in the uh, in the East. Maybe they've dropped one and they're now sixth, but top five, top six team in the East. Clearly a playoff team, second behind you, uh, or at least, at least were yesterday uh, defensively, right mm-hmm. behind the Grizz. We know what they bring to the table. Is Mobley back? Has he been back? I don't want to put you on the spot here. Well, you are because my, he, my I know, he, about Donovan. I'm he, pretty sure they're. I, I think I think they're he's relatively. Some time. Yeah. At, at at full strength, save for Donovan. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, Evan Mobley is back, uh, but they are they are seven and a half point underdogs. So that would clearly that would clearly assume no Donovan Mitchell tonight for the Cleveland Cavaliers. But that's fine. They still are a solid team with with good young players. 
And, you know, look, they're a team that, uh, in theory, is going to be competing with you on the other side of the NBA for years to come. Um, so this is an important game in that regard. Um, yeah, Mobley had 19-8 and eight in their win over the Pelicans yeah, on Monday, the yeah. game that Donovan got injured. Yeah. The question is, you know, if the Grizzlies win this game, they will further cement, uh, A, this will be number 11 in a row, they will further cement their status um, you know, as a as a real championship contender, and a, and a real candidate to, you know, visit the White House. That's what championship teams do. That's what the Warriors That's did. Right? Uh, was it yesterday? Mm-hmm. And so, the question here, and I think it is, I, I think it is an, a, a question that is looming over the over the franchise, is that if the Grizzlies do pull this off, and they win the NBA championship, and they get a trip to the White House. Yep. Whose name is Joe Biden going to forget? Wow. Reimagine the team around the big three, Steph, Draymond, and, uh, and Kyle. Well, you guys are so incredible. Yeah. Who? Hold on. <laughs> Let me. Can you play that again? So we this can is my it. first time hearing this. Poor, oh, this is classic. Poor Clay. Get this queued up at FedEx Forum. And reimagine the team around the big three: Steph, Draymond, and uh, and Kyle. Well, you guys are so incredible. I mean, okay. I don't know whether to laugh or be embarrassed. <laughs> Brad's taking care of one half it's of it. Yeah. Fantastic! It's fantastic audio. This is so good. (laughs) You guys are incredible. This is A plus level audio. It's really, it is. It's. It reminds me a little bit of a of an instance here on the uh, on the on the station many 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 years ago. Not quite the same, but Jeff had a little bit of a slip. We were talking about Michael Sam, the former Missouri linebacker. I remember that. And he called him Michael Gay. Uh, and uh, it was you know it was because he happens to be a well, he was he's a homosexual yes, yes. and uh, and Jeff spun it kind of yeah. like yeah. Jo- Joe was trying to there he was tr- and Joe said you know look that I think that just tells you that's what people only think about Michael he's more than that and reimagine the team around the big three Steph Draymond and uh, and Kyle. well you guys are something God dog oh. look at yeah, Camilla in the background on the shot too like ew, it is something man. She's just she she knows what just happened. It's, well, it's yeah. a really unfortunate moment for our president. I'm sad about it in a lot of ways, though. But it, look, I, I don't. I it doesn't really mean much to me. I mean, in fairness, Clay has been in and out of the lineup. He's been very forgettable the last oh, several years. On. He bud, he come on. He's been very forgettable. You know this not could be on Blake. and he hasn't been good. He has not been. I mean, he did have a good game six, but he, was, they, he had not but, been good throughout the playoff. Real talk, they were like they were turning down invitations. Weren't yeah, Steph? Trump, yes. right, Trump, but and that's what I'm saying. You go to this thing, you're going back now. Everybody's there, and yeah. you, you, you know, you're the president of the United States is going to say your name. Mm-hmm. You know, that, oh. A little moment there for you, if you're, mm-hmm. if you're Clay. Mm-hmm. I think what was going on there is I think I think President Biden was having an internal. Would you hold it against him if you're Clay? No, no. I mean because no. you would say. No. Well, I think you have yeah, to. We ask understand, yourself. and we get it, and we 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 know the age and everything, but that did come. It was, that only, I mean, come on, that's probably that might not happen again for him. It was a big three, but be the, hard not to hold against. Number him, three right? was really Jordan Poole, and I think that's what was going on inside oh, Biden's jokes. head. Mm-hmm. I think he was saying, "Is it Clay or Poole now? I, I don't know who the third is." And I think that sort of indicates there's been a, a passing of the torch, hasn't there? 
Uh, Grizzlies got a big three. They do. But which one would Joe forget? Mm. That's the question. Reimagine the team around the big three, Steph, Draymond, and uh, and Kyle. Well, you guys are something. Oh. He'd be like Ja, Jaron, and... Be- De- De- Des- uh, Desiree. Be De- about Desmond. I think Desmond Bain would be the one that gets forgotten. Yeah, unfortunately. Because Ja and Jaron have the alliteration going on. We know, we know Ja is never going to... That name is too easy to remember. You know, Ja, Jaron, same, you know, same thing there. I do, I do. I think Desmond Bain would be would be left out of that. That's sad. That makes me sad. It's just the the highest like the highest probability would be it's That's Desmond, fair. right? Because it's, it's Jaron's going to be defensive player of the year. People whole be different talking about sa- sound, mm-hmm. a whole different consonant. You know, yeah, I, it's I, off. I just, I just think it would. It's a lot to ask. Now to rewind it, beating the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight doesn't actually guarantee a or White House visit that you're that you're going to win the championship and go to the White House. Oh. Just a little fun thing to play with. There, it though. is. It is. And these Grizzlies have played with the East. They are 15-3 and three against the East this year uh, and have won 11 straight. So that's just – and in going for 11 straight overall, this team has walloped the East. Uh, I think the last loss was to Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while. Maybe may Washington on that one. I have to go back and look. But they've won – they have absolutely owned the East this year, 15-3. And also looking to what would be 20-3 and three at home with a win tonight. Yes. One of the best teams in the league at home. Yeah. I right mean, there with Denver. Bill Simmons was tweeting about it last night that, you know – the the one seed actually is is going to it's going to matter this year because you have two elite teams at home at the top of the West and Denver and, and the Grizzlies. So, I mean, it's 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 hard to win in Memphis. Like, it's tough. It's tough to come in here and do it. I don't. I I, I mean, the fact that you can count on less than half of a hand, basically, how many teams have done it this year is it tells you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. You have you know like Dion. You know, eight toes, even less than eight toes. You can count on how many teams have come in here and beat the Grizzlies at FedEx Forum. Be fun to tie the record tonight, and then you would break theoretically against the the King LeBron James led Lakers. Yeah, no, that'd be on great. Friday on national TV. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't expect the Grizzlies to ever lose in Memphis, regardless really of who it is. I mean, it's just one of those things where I, they may not cover the number, but I I just don't without Donovan Mitchell. And look, I, I think it could be a tough game. I mean, I think we saw a little bit of that in Phoenix. Phoenix was down everybody. Didn't, didn't have Chris Paul, didn't have um, Devin Booker, but yet, you know, they still, you know, hung with them for a half. Um, you know, I think you could see that. And the, and the Cavs are proud, man. It's J.B. Bickerstaff, you know, former coach with the Grizz. So I think, they're, I think they kind of have this one circled a little bit. So I, I expect, you know, a, a hard-fought game. I don't think they're just going to come here and lay down just because they don't have Donovan Mitchell. But I just don't I don't think the streak ends tonight. I don't think this is the one. No, I mean it's seven and a half for seven and a half, right? I mean yeah. it, it, it's it's that for a reason. Donovan Mitchell, what are we talking about? Twenty eight, twenty nine points per game, one of the league's uh, top scorers. So again, you don't want to sit up here and say, Yeah, assume victory, but listen, as healthy as the Grizzlies are, as well as they're playing defensively, number one in the league, you mentioned it right ahead of the Cavs, there's just with with how they've crushed teams eventually at home. Uh, I just look for the streak to uh, to 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 get to eleven tonight. You yeah. would tie what you did last year. Yeah, and then um, and then you start planning the the visit. And I and 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 I mean that's a joke, but I mean I do think you we, you can't take these wins for granted. I mean this is a good Eastern Conference team um, with you know I mean I've I've watched them quite a bit over the last two years, and I know no Donovan, but between you know. 
Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Jared Garland. 24 and 11 against the Pelicans, Jared Allen was. Their yeah. bigs dominated that game. Yeah, like. And they get 30 from Garland. I like night. the test here for Jaron tonight because this is, uh, you know, about the best front court you're going to see in terms of young pieces um, for the four and the five. So I kind of like that. Uh, and they, they kind of, you know, they're not, and you pointed this out. They're they're kind of a mirror of what the Grizz are trying to do. You know, they've got young dynamic guards. They've got you know really good big man. They guard. They play hard defense. You know, they can struggle a little bit from three. It's a very similar version of the, what the Grizzlies do. The Grizzlies are just better at it. But you know, I, I do think it's a very just in terms of trying to dominate you inside. But it's two very different paces that you're yeah. on there. That there, yeah, there is no, you're a, right. there's you're a right. big difference yeah, they there like to slow it in down. terms of how you're yeah. built. I, I agree with you. Yeah. They'll try to pound you inside. They got a dynamic yep. lead guard. In their case, they got two. I mean, you'd put that backcourt right yep. up against against the Grizzlies. You would have to. Yep. Um, but the styles are are significantly different. That they do play the slowest pace in the league. I wish uh, I wish Donovan was 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 in this game tonight. I mean, I you know you'd much rather see him full strength. I, I would say that it, there's there's a key to this. Probably bottom line, it don't let Kevin Love and 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 Lavert come off the bench and beat you. Their starters are going to get what they get. Yep. But the the Loves, the 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 uh, Usmans, the Rubios, the Laverts, you can't let them come off the bench. And kill you. That that's the key there. Grizzlies have been have shown if they're not the deepest team in the league, they're right up there with them. Uh, don't let you know Cleveland's bench guys be the difference in that game. You do that, hell, your bench might end up being the difference in this one. If not, if not your stars. So I feel pretty good about it, John. Uh, trip to the White House on the line tonight inside FedEx mm. Forum. Reimagine the team around the big three: Steph, Draymond, and uh, and Kyrie. Well, you guys are something. Sounds like man wants to say Kyrie. Yeah, I think he or Clay. Um, is that seventy-two feet? Hold on, I want to hear the he whole missed, thing. He also missed the yeah. Stop. yeah no, it gets. So it, it's they just said worse. let it play to the end, and I this is yeah. And reimagine the team around the big three: Steph, Draymond, and uh, and Kyrie. Well, you guys are something incredible. I mean. Add up to seventy-two feet. Um. Add up to seventy-two feet. Okay, so it's not. That's not even. Yeah, we, what, we, oh, wait, we shouldn't laugh anymore. Is, is that's a reference to the court length? Yeah, I presume. I believe the court is ninety-four. I believe it is ninety-four. So where'd the other twenty-two feet go? I mean, yeah. What sport is 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 President Biden talking about that has a seventy-two-foot court? Is it pickleball? Pickleball yeah. has taken over the, the yeah, it is country a popular by storm. sport, John. Yeah. Is it pickleball? He's talking about the 72 wins. But he said 72 feet. feet. Right, and, and that's th- what I'm saying. The feet and the wins. The wins is all he's – and that's, what's, that's why we can't laugh anymore. No, like – You he, get – he's talking about it. the he's, 72 wins. A few, okay. He's talking about the record team. Okay, wow. well, look, here's the thing. His, his charge is not – Man. You know, I know sometimes it feels like he's as old as Joe, but Joe is not hosting 9 to 11 on this station. You know, not not comparing him to Reagan because of of what we're sort of talking around, but the thing that Reagan didn't have was social media and the opportunity to do that. Oh, it's true. And I want uh, to to try to, to equalize what, where we're where we're going with. No, that. it's true. And you I follow wanna, what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 all, all of two feet, all of uh, the you know the president's like Reagan was accused of going this, to be. You know, yeah, there was there was talk of the similar. Thing of Reagan is yeah. where I was going with that. It just, uh, you know, can I? I, I want to uh, address something really quick. Jeff is a still with us, and he did not quit. 
Uh, so, because I, I had a lot of questions about oh, that, they, they asked you. Uh, yeah, people were oh, concerned for his well-being, and, uh, and and so I can tell you, as far as oh, I know, he is. is, still, is he, did he check in with you? Uh, we have talked. A, okay, a we, we have life. A little bit. We have life. I, I've given him his space, though. He was Great. nice enough so to uh, confirm that. We, we talked a little bit on um, on Saturday or Sunday, um, but I've really been, uh, you know, cognizant of giving him his his time and space. But he's he, yes, he is still he's still with. My point is. Joe Biden's charge is not to do a great radio show from nine to eleven like our our other elderly friend. His job is to run the country, you oh. know, and and not necessarily weigh in on on. I mean, Skip Bayless is pretty sharp. That dude's old as hell. Skip Bayless is like in his mid seventies. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Like he's up there. Oh. He's early to mid. I mean, he's he's old. He's seventy one. Yeah, that's old to be doing that every day. Hawkins is like 61, right? Yeah, he's yes. 61 years old. Yeah, Come John, on, bro. That, don't, put not, with, even, yeah. don't put him up there no, with Biden. Don't put him up no, there I'm with saying, Skip no, Bayless. No, no, I'm, no, saying, no. I'm saying what Skip is doing, just separately of Jeff, what Skip is doing is kind of remarkable. 71, and he's still like, people still like tune in to hear what he says, and he still riles people up. Like, that's that's a that's a skill. I hope I'm as, you know, able to do that at 71. <laughs> that's 40 years from now. I think, I think you're becoming the ageist. You've been messing with Jeff about it. You said he's on the Saturday Night of Life. You know, you know, and that is that's what the that's life, what the like graphic been, said. That's not what I said. How much do Jason and I have left in your meter? I think we're on Wednesday. My maybe God, th- maybe I Thursday. think you guys have gotten into Thursday. I think you guys have gotten into Thursday. According yeah. to his his week long life calendar, I'm well, feeling terrible. Well, I mean, again, if you break a if you break an weekend's average, coming for us, bro. Yeah, if you break an average bro. lifespan into a seven day work week, right? Or not a work week, but just a week generally. You know, you have your Monday and your Tuesday and your Wednesday, your Thursday, your Friday, Saturday, and then here comes bloody Sunday, and that's the end of it. Now everybody doesn't he make told it to Jeff Sunday. that at sixty one, he's on Saturday. Night. That's according to the graphic. He is Skip, on, what is Skip and Biden doing then? Where are they at? Oh, they're on. It's it's Sunday morning, and, or Sunday afternoon. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm, again, I'm just going by the isn't graphic. That, isn't that scary? I enjoy when talking you about, to you for the most part. When you talk about age, it's not as very, fun. It's a very scary conversation. I mean, it's a, it's, you start talking about where the second half of the week. Hey, it's not all pretty, folks. It's not all pretty. But you know, aren't you in hospice with me? Sometimes, sometimes you can like, dear Je- Lord, Jeff's parents made it to a whole new week somehow. I don't know how they did it. That is true. That folks lived till you know today at two weeks. <laughs> I mean, so he's got he's got that going for him. Um, anyway, Mark Gennai is going to join us when we come back. We'll talk to him about the Tigers, Grizz, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 92 FM, ESPN. NFL playoffs are heating up, and with FanDuel, every play is a rush. New customers join today, so you can bet the divisional round with $150 in free bets. That's guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Got that? That's $150 in free bets on your first $5 bet. Just sign up with the promo code J. Smith. FanDuel makes it easy. They're America's number one sportsman. They've got all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, with FanDuel, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Do that all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, again, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code JSMITH. Again, that's J-S-M-I-T-H. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL and, of course, partner of 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus is issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mike Giannato is a sports columnist at the Commercial Appeal, host of Giannato and Jeffrey. From 2 until 4, joins us every Wednesday, and he joins us now. What's up, man? Oh, not much. Just, you know, living the dream. Doing conference calls. Look, I, I was talking about this with Jeffrey off air yesterday. I think conference calls are like the most biggest waste of time in the in like the working world. Like you, you never feel like you accomplished. You don't, Maybe you accomplished a little, but certainly not as much as the time that you needed to devote to the conference call. Like in-person meetings mm-hmm. are a hundred times more productive than talking on a conference call and working for a, you know, a big company that oversees the CA, like it's, you know, you have to do conference calls, but it's just like, ugh. <laughs> it's just brutal. Yeah. It takes up too much time. That we, luckily in this job, we uh, we don't have to do conference calls. We, we do have to do, um, what are those things, like the training? Training, training yeah, we, I got to do those too. Training, training I got to do those too. You need to, you need to do those. I actually have to do what Brad sent me an email. Yeah, you're uh, way behind, I'm Mark. way behind. I got Because I got to do – I'm behind on my Gannett ones too. I'm Sorry, too. dude. It's, oh, it's, you just this, don't do training. You, know, you just yeah. say forget it. Where are we on, sexual assault or where are we at now? Which one are we on? There's I, a, there's I, a I, sexual I, harassment one. Look, I, I will hold sexual my hand Sexual harassment. Like, Thank you. And we can even send this to Odyssey. I hold my I. No, not to do it. I will not. <laughs> don't, I will do not it. do it. I will <laughs> not sexually assault. Hey, can't we just have the module to say sexual harassment? Don't right. do like, it. Mm-hmm. No, but it's like the intricacies. It's like yeah, that was my Biden impression. If you see a, a female colleague at work and you like what she has on, what do you do? Yeah. Do you say, "Wow, you look hot today"? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you should voice these, yeah, John. Like, no, I'm like yeah, you sound like the module. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, it's like. This is like, who is this for? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but the questions were very, the quiz was very yeah. similar to that. A scenario yeah. much like Scary. Do yeah. you just look down and keep walking? Yeah. Can you interact at all? Do you yeah. touch her hand? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, offer, that's on there. Do you offer a trip to the nearest closet? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm just saying, like, this is very, like, I'm not going to do that, okay? Yeah. Like, then there's like the bias, you know, there's like the uh, bias in the workplace, that which is mm-hmm. if you see a black colleague, do you ignore them every single interaction? 
come on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but you know, this is corporate stuff. We have to protect yeah, ourselves, don't we? I'm sure they're saving money on their insurance by having everyone do. Uh, there you go. Doing hey. the modules. Hey, that's what. That's efficiency in 2023, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. A uh, couple things. Uh, let's start with the Grizz. They played today against mm-hmm. a uh, you know a pretty good, if if a little banged up, Cleveland team. What do games like this? Again, not a full strength Cleveland team. But what do games like this? mean to you um if if they are able to win that'd be 11 is it more just about the big picture of this 11 in a row grizz are rolling they take mm-hmm. care of business every time against the east like what, what is it would be a tie the franchise record tonight if they win for like that, that's what i found fascinating the other night at the mlk day game and i wrote about it over commercialpill.com is like they've won 10 in a row and it just kind of everyone's just kind of like yeah so like, you it know, it's is, just it like kind of wild. It's kind of like just normal. Yep. And that's well, you wild. Did a, you did a seven earlier this year, and you had an 11, as you mentioned, yeah, last, last year. Right? So no, it, I mean, is this, is, that? this that? is what great – I mean, when you're a great team, you string together like seven, eight, nine – like, you do it, it all the it. time. Like, mm-hmm. that's what great teams do, and I think this is a great team. Um, no, it'll be interesting tonight against Cleveland because over these 10 games that they've won, I mean, by and large, they've just beaten up on bad teams. Agreed. And they've done – now, they've – by and large, blown out bad teams, done exactly what they're supposed to do. I mean, really, the only two, to me, the only two, like, impressive wins were the two over New Year's when they beat New Orleans and Sacramento back-to-back, two top six teams in the West. And this Cleveland team, though it sounds like they're probably going to be without Donovan Mitchell, I mean, it's one of the few 30-win teams in the league right now. Grizzlies are one of them as well, Um, and they're a great defensive team. Um, and they're going to try and slow. They play more of like a style that you're going to see in the playoffs where they're going to slow. They don't want you running on them. They have a, you know, they're, I think them and the Grizzlies are the two best defensive teams in the league. Um, still have a talent. Like this will be the toughest game they've played probably since the New Orleans and Sacramento game. So, um, even without Donovan Mitchell. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I, I don't know how to really frame it in terms of big picture because, you know, what's been nice is them and the Nuggets, you can look at the standings, they've really separated themselves now at the top of the Western Conference. I think the closest team is like four, four and a half games behind them. And um, at the same time, this team has done so well now for basically like a year and a half in the regular season that I don't really know. Like, I don't think they're going to – like maybe they drop to like the three or four seed, but even that I find at this point kind of – you know, I wouldn't bet on that. I think I would bet on them being the number one or number two seed in the West given how they've played and given where they are in the standings right now. And by and large, like a lot of what they do is all going to be colored by, well, okay, then what did they do in the playoffs? Because I think how you're going to remember – it's just how the way the NBA is. It's a postseason sport. Yep. And a lot of how you remember – like if they're the, you know, if they're the two-seed again, let's say, but they, you know, lose in the first or second round, I, I don't think people are going to remember the season the same way if they're – if they, you know, now if they get to the Western Conference Finals or they go to the Finals – Mm-hmm. Become the first like that's gonna be you know uh, you know then you're gonna go man this this is probably the best team Memphis the Memphis Grizzlies have ever fielded uh, and I think they very much have the potential to be that and they you know uh, I I think they might be um, now if they can win the West I think you know we were talking about it on our show yesterday because I was like let's say they win the West they get they get the one seed have the best record in the West but then let's say they lose in the second round again would 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 that 
make the accomplishment of being the one seed kind of like, you know, make it hollow. And we both agreed that because it would be historic, I, I don't think that I think I think it is meaningful to win the West because you've never done it as a franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that right. as part of this whole this regular season chase. Um, but yeah, just you know, taken on an individual basis, these games, it's kind of like um, it's great that the starting lineup is out there. They, like this is as healthy as they've been all year, um, and I think it's. You know, this has been an important stretch because it's the stretch right before the trade deadline. And, you know, I, I said in a column a week or two ago, I thought it was an important month for John Conchar and Zaire Williams. And I think Zaire Williams has played better of late. Um, he, he looks more, much more like the guy from the end of last year yep. uh, now. And so my gut tells me they're probably I, – I, I don't expect them to make a move at the deadline. I know, like, people are putting hypothetical stuff out there and and you know maybe there'll be something that's too good to pass up but my gut tells me they're not going to be willing to give up a first round pick let's say to go get Malik Beasley when i think when they look at how they built this team like i think they want to see Zaire Williams get significant playoff reps this year like i think they look at it like that like we need to see him get more playoff reps you know we need to see now maybe the Conchar spot, but I think, you know, that's where I think, I think when they, uh, you know, I think they've kept Danny Green. Uh, part of me thinks they they feel like they got something there. Yeah. I don't know what exactly, but I feel you know. And then I thought Danny Green made an interesting point on his podcast last week, um, and and he was like very much. It was I thought it was really interesting. He was like very much like kind of campaigning for like. Don't trade me. Like he really oh, yeah. wants to yeah. be part of this. Like he want he does not want to be traded. And um he was talking about like the comparison between the Grizzlies and Spurs of, you know, the Spur the vintage Spurs, mm-hmm. if you will. And I do think I'm not I don't think it's a perfect comparison, but I do think like with Taylor Jenkins as the coach and, and you just watch how they operate, like that is the closest model to what they're trying to do, I think, is you know, what the Spurs did with Duncan, Ginobili, and Tony Parker. Um, and I'm not saying they're going to win five championships over a 20-year span or whatever it was. The, I mean, the, what the Spurs did is almost unprecedented. Um, but Danny Green pointed out, Spurs, unless there was like some problem in the locker room, didn't really make their trades at the deadline. They always did them in the offseason. And by and large, that's what this front office has done. They did the Justice Winslow trade their first year, but other than that, They've they haven't really been active sure. at the trade deadline, other than little ancillary deals maybe here or there, um, and that's what I expect this time, um, especially because Zaire has looked better of late, and I think um, if he had continued to look terrible for an entire another month, now maybe your calculus changes because mm-hmm. you go I don't I, you know, I don't know, but I think the way he's played lately, and Conchar before he got sick was playing better too. I think. My gut tells me they're gonna stick to, you know, like they're gonna stick to what they ha- have done in the past. Because, and also, I think to get like a truly difference maker type of piece, they're gonna have to give up a first round pick. They're gonna maybe, like, I-, I think maybe even more than just Danny Green and a first round pick is gonna be necessary to get some of the deals people are throwing out there done. I don't think, and I don't know if they're gonna be willing to trade anyone else besides right. that. Maybe Xavier Tillman, but that his salary doesn't really give you that much, anyways. So, um, I think this 
this whole it'll be interesting they go out west again you know cuz like ultimately you know if you want to poke holes in this you you can i mean they're they're only 4 and 4 against the top 6 teams in the west right now now they haven't played that many you know they obviously haven't played that many games against the top 6 but like they haven't beaten Dallas haven't beaten Golden State haven't beaten Denver yep um I'm trying to think who else is in the top. They've beaten New Orleans and Sacramento. Um, I'm blanking on who else is in the top six, but um, they still have some stuff they need to do. Um, but Mavs. what Mavs? Yeah, right. I said and, Dallas. Yeah, they haven't beaten yeah. Dallas yet. Um, who else am I missing? In the so top you got six? you got Nuggets, Pelicans, Kings. Oh, Mavs. Clippers, and they haven't played the Clippers yet. Yeah. Um, but like, and so. There's still some things I think they need to prove, and it starts, I think, on this West Coast trip that starts Friday. The last time they went out West, you know, they got humbled. Yep. Um, and it's, you know, they're playing the Lakers, who, you know, are wounded, obviously, no Anthony Davis. Then they got um, Phoenix, who's, again, you know, also, you know, we just saw, not full strength. But then you go to Golden, then you go to Sacramento, Golden State, Minnesota. It's not the hardest trip you could have out West, but... You know, it's still it's the lo- I think it's the longest West Coast road trip they've got this year. Yeah, it is. Um, and you know, I think you you're gonna you know that Golden State game is gonna be a big game. You know, like especially with what happened on Christmas, um, that's gonna be a you know I think they're gonna that's gonna be a game that's gonna be important to them. And I think it's the type of game if you lose it, it could really like you know, I think that's a type of loss that could hurt you for a couple games because it'll just like the initial one did. Where, and if you win it, it could really be, you know, something that truly makes this team. I don't know if you can take off more than they have already with 10 straight wins, but again, like the, the quality of competition is about to ramp up, it feels like, especially if you look at the schedule going into the All Star break, it's, it's a tougher schedule um, over the next few weeks than it has been the past couple weeks. And so. Hopefully, if they can maintain, but if they play the way they've been playing, I mean, I, they're going to win a lot of these games. They just are. They're one of the best. I mean, they are one of the best teams in the league. Um, I mean, I think uh, latest power rankings kind of have like Boston, Denver, them. Like those are the three best teams in the league right now. Do, do you think that team cares about whether or not, and you're in you're in, in such a tight race that that the team, the players themselves, care about whether or not Taylor Jenkins getting him into the All Star game as a coach? Think they care at all? I think Especially since it would be first I think time, and that do. with the way they, you know, I think they do. Um, I think they care about all that. All because he'll game tell you stuff. he doesn't, and he's thinking we know all that from Taylor. But does that, yeah. does that team want to? Well, do I that actually think that is the to me getting him to the All Star game is the most significant honor that they can get in this All-Star game. Like, Ja's going to make the All-Star game. He's not, probably not going to be a starter, but he's going to no, be an All-Star. You're right, having him. And, like, yeah, I guess, like, Jaron might make it. You know, it feels like Jaron has a chance, especially, if, you know, if they're in first, you know, if they're in first or second. Now, I don't know. I don't think it used to be the coach of the All-Star team would pick the reserves. I don't think it's like that now. I think Isn't it's, that the commissioner now? I think it's like, yeah, it's like yeah, the, the, yeah, it's like the league yeah, it decides it. And so... The question becomes, you know, like if they're in first place in the West, you know, like typically that first Shouldn't place team two, gets right? two All-Stars, you know. And so, but now you could also counter, technically, if you're first place, you are getting two All-Stars. You're getting Taylor Jenkins is technically an All-Star and you're getting Ja. But, um, you know, it, the, the question, which it, it, to me, if Jaron had played the whole season, I think it'd be a lot easier to put him in there. The question is, has he played enough games um, to be in there? Because technically, he's not even eligible to be listed among the right. leaders in blocks right now. 
Um, now, I think that might change. Like four or five games away from that or something? Yeah, I think close. you have to be like 75% of the game, something like that. And so um, we'll see. But I think the, the having the best record thing is, to me, the more the most important thing you could get because it's, it's really Jenkins. Like I thought it was weird to me that Jenkins was like so – when he was asked about it, it was so like I'm not even that he like, downplayed he, it to the degree that he did. He did because like to me, it's like the ultimate team honor is him getting to the All Star game, and and I think it's funny. Did you see Michael Malone was asked about it a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago because he's done it. He's before. done it, yeah. And he said his wife is like on it because he's supposed to like go to his daughter's volleyball tournament that week, um, and his wife is basically like, you better not get it. Like <laughs> said like. You know, like he's going to be, a, he's basically said he's going to be in trouble if he has to go coach the All Star game because he's supposed to go to his. He and, won it on a tiebreaker, I read back in 19. Like it, you know, it goes head to head, then best against Western Conference, and he ended up being the coach off a tiebreaker. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, and I Been don't think. done it. Yeah. We'll hand it over then. Yeah. Especially. Well, and well, because like neither team wants to lose, it seems like. Like Memphis and Denver, neither of them are losing right now. Um, and I think, like, you know, Memphis is on the longest winning streak in the NBA. Boston's on the second longest, yeah. and Denver's on the third longest Seven. winning streak in the NBA. Uh, is there a is there a real a bigger threat to Jaron Jackson winning Defensive Player of the Year? Is it himself, his health, or like a Nick Claxton, someone else out there? I almost the, you almost can't make a case right now for anybody else over Jaron. Yeah, I, I mean, I think if he's if he finishes the year averaging like. Three and a half blocks said, a hell, game yeah, and like that might, whatever. That like, might be the biggest threat. Yeah, if like he's out there. It's I, I think he's going to win it. I, I think it's hard to believe. Like it's you know, it's whether you look at it from an advanced statistics standpoint or a traditional statistics standpoint, it seems it's like and like and you have this you have this nice narrative of the Grizzlies were twenty second or whatever it was in defense before when he was hurt thirtieth at one point. Yeah, thirtieth. Really yes. And now and and like it's a nice narrative you you know because like it's media members voting on this and like right you know for better or worse a lot of the people voting are kind of you know they're, they're going to base it on a narrative and so like have being the leader in stocks and blocks matters. It's like why Dylan has suffered a little bit in this all defense stuff because he doesn't have like he doesn't have the numbers that that. A media member can point to fair or not that like that's just the reality and I think what Jaron has is like a nice story of hey look there's a clear delineation here the Grizzlies were not right. a good defensive team right. when he was hurt they're the best defensive team when he's healthy oh and by the way he's averaging like the most blocks per game of a player in like many years um, like if he continues on the pace he's at right now so um, yeah I think he's the leader he's gonna be a multiple time winner of that award I mean, if and, he's going to block you, three and, and a half that, shots a game. Once yeah. you've got that reputation, like the mm-hmm. foul issues, eventually he was kind of talking about that in an interview that he thought they weren't looking for him as much. And I know he's mm-hmm. been up and down with foul issues, but it's better this year. If you get the sort of the respect that comes with winning defensive player of the year yeah. and then multiple times, dude, that'll you won't get those as many ticky tacks and yeah. then you don't have the frustration. And then maybe we're finally putting this behind him at some point. But this would be the start of it this year. I think he's getting it well, this year. Well, it is interesting to me. I was talking about this yesterday, like this – so it's like some of the local like media, the guys who cover the team, you know, for the blogs and all that are getting, you know, kind of annoyed because the national folks like Zach Lowe and Jeff Van Gundy uh, did a podcast this week and they talked about the Grizzlies quite a bit and how much they love the Grizzlies. And one of the things they said, though, that they worry about is Jaron's foul trouble. Yeah. And Draymond did the same Draymond thing. Draymond did the same thing. And the pushback from people around here is like, 
It's he's better. not getting in foul trouble. Like, he, you know, and they're right. Like, his, he's, he's fouling less than he ever has. But I also think if you go back to that, you know, the the West Coast road trip where they struggled, the, the low point of the season at this point, that Christmas time in the Denver game, he got in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. In the Golden State game, he got in foul trouble. Absolutely. And I think the thing I would note to people who are saying, oh, it's like whatever, it's like in the playoffs – Guys like Draymond Green are going to go target him to try and get him into foul trouble because we saw in the Minnesota series it was a real struggle in that series, more so than I think anyone expected because I think a large part of it was because Jaron played so little in that series because he was in foul trouble like the whole series. And so I think it's important to note that in those games where, you know, it the, the games that felt like playoff games this year, like there's been a few like two of the most notable ones, he got in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's nothing still. Like I don't think he no, like we can, we can just say he solved it. He's definitely like doing much better. better. He's doing good. much better. But in, again, it's like kind of like by and large with the whole team. Like in, until we get to the playoffs, like you can't really bury that totally. Like you have to like ultimately, whether it's shooting you know whether it's like Jaw shooting or the team's overall shooting, whether it's Jaron's foul trouble, whether it's the you know the question of who's that like eighth ninth guy on the team. Like we're not going to get a firm answer right. until they start the playoffs. Like that's really and that's what it's going to become year after year with this group. Is like ultimately, you know, you look at like Milwaukee and Boston and teams like that, and like even Golden State. Like you know, the regular season is important, but like ultimately, it's all a build. To the playoffs, yep. and I think this Grizzlies team is reaching a point. Like, other than finishing first in the West and like doing that for the first time, like there's not much else they can really prove in the regular season. Mm-hmm. They've been one of the best teams in the league for a year and a half. That's what they are in the regular season. They're a juggernaut in the regular season. I think they might be capable of going to the NBA Finals this year, but you know, we we don't we're not going to know that based on tonight based on this West Coast road trip, based on even if they, you know, go, I think in like three weeks they go to Denver again or a month, maybe the beginning of March they go to Denver. You know, even then, we're not going to know until the playoffs. Like it's all a build towards that at this point because that's how good this team is. All right, you've been pretty, uh, you know, you've been pretty optimistic overall about Memphis basketball. Mm-hmm. They did pull one out on Sunday uh, against Temple. It took everything, but they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we today as they're getting ready for a game against Wichita State? They're banged up. Where are we today on how we feel about Memphis basketball? Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting how long these guys are out because I think you saw in that Temple game without, you know, I mean, they he played eight scholarship guys. Like that's all he he was going to play. And, you know, like Granha, I I don't know how to pronounce his name. Like, he doesn't seem like he's a viable piece this season. Um, And, you know, the question to me is, you know, the indication seems to be Jaden Hardaway. It sounds like, based on what Penny's saying, like, I think we might get Jaden Hardaway back tomorrow night against Wichita State. Sounds like Malcolm maybe is close. You know, I have my, you know, they're not saying season ending for Alo, but I, I don't. He's to me. He's definitely not coming back till February. Like you're gonna have to make do without him. Uh, That's and, a severe groin strain or something. I mean, he was dealing with a groin injury already, yeah. already and I think he heard it. He pulled it. Yeah, he pulled it pretty good. Like, um, you know, the from talking to Munns and him talking to the people behind the scenes there, like it's gonna be a while. 
like it's Penny said for their th- defense. Penny said three weeks. I think alluded to three weeks, and we know Penny is very. He's a pretty optimistic guy. I mean, he said a week or two for Malcolm, and you know Malcolm's not back yet. So, um, and he's saying three weeks for Alo. So, if you want to, you know, take extrapolate that, um, you can. I mean, if you're the optimistic sort, I think that Temple game had some parallels to the Tulsa game last year, where they like were banged up. And eked it out. It was ugly win, and then that was actually the first win during for that surge. But they got a bunch of pieces back after that Tulsa game. Like they got Jalen Duran back, they got DeAndre Williams back, and even if they get Jaden and Malcolm, like that's not the same as getting DeAndre Williams and Jalen Duran back. Um, I to me, I look at it as the key. So, some of the key players to me, the two guys I really pinpoint are. Um, Demarie Franklin, I, I think they need more. You well, know, he I, hasn't looked too, good, but, and I've been waiting on it to happen. But he, he hasn't looked good, and stop I think shooting the jumper and go to the basket and yes. get yourself going. He's got to attack the basket. Like he, he needs to find his way. From what I understand, he's kind of like, you know, it's like a mental thing right now. He's like, you know, he's not used to being limited as much as he is. Like not from a playing time standpoint, yeah. but like I mean, he's used to he was scoring 18, 19 sure. points a game at UIC last year. Um, but they're gonna need him. They need him to step up um, because I know people have clamored for KO, but, you know. Well, that's John. I, <sighs> that was in October, my man. Yeah. I don't know. If you watch him, like, people, like, he, he has moments. Like, they need him now. He's going to be in the starting lineup. That, does he have a rebound, like, yeah. in the last two games? No, he doesn't. How is that possible? Like, he doesn't really solve the issues they're having. Like, the issues they're ha- they have are they are really bad rebounding right now. Like they, I mean that that game against Temple was the largest rebounding differential of the Penny Hardaway era. They had never been out rebounded by as much as they were against Temple. And Temple's not some great rebounding team. It's not like Houston. It's not like you're going against Houston. Um, and so there's that. And then um, obviously the shooting really got them in that Temple game. I think part of that was I think that team was a little bit, and why I think that winning that Temple game was so important. I think that team was like mentally and physically exhausted after the UCF game. Kendrick kind of alluded to it, um, but and so that's why I thought like I thought that loss could have been really if they had lost the Temple game, it oh, yeah. could have been really de- not, not in a literal sense. Yeah, it would have been bad if they lost at Temple. In a literal sense, they could have come back and made the tournament even if they lost that game. But I think from a psychological standpoint, well, that you know Kendrick, yeah, it would have been it would have been really bad. Agreed, and so. I mean, they're playing a Wichita State team. It's the worst Wichita State team metrically since 2008. They're going to fire playing Brown. Around. It's my man's gone, Isaac. Yes, uh, 100%. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 